the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. Thank you for listening and thank you for telling a friend. The No Focus Radio Hour is available anywhere podcasts can be found, including YouTube, ugh, Rumble, yay, and your home smart speakers. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars if you enjoy our show please share it with your friends but if you hate it share it with your enemies check out our site nofocusradio.com there you can get exclusive content you can vote on some polls you can join our discord server you can buy us a coffee you can check out um related podcasts like we read and uh one second here give a little pitch give a little pitch Pardon take the it, intermission. Take it away, don't. No, no, oh. so pardon the intermission. Oh, I thought we were singing. Yes, pardon the intermission. Yes, yeah, yeah. A podcast about entertainment, folks. A lot of good stuff. Find the rest of our shows and everything else at lightofmindmedia.com. <laughs> now, now take it away, Don. It's over. <laughs> we missed the song. Right. There's a lot of good stuff to say, though. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good stuff. Um, but, uh, you know what? The audience is like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my ears aren't aren't uh, on fire. They weren't ready this does my, time. Does my mic sound all right? It sounds yeah. weird in my ears. Man, really? I, I think I need better headphones. It's all right. Yeah. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. It's made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, those who long to live in the Central Valley, and for those who can't wait to pay that $1.87 billion budget that Fresno City wants to pass no. in the Central Valley. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Yikes. We have a beautiful cast of characters today. We have a really interesting show for you guys. We are Ooh. missing We are missing um, Marty Stupidasso. Yes. His, uh, his, his, uh, his wife uh, told him that he needed to get rid of all of his... Um, haunted dolls. Haunted dolls. I think the haunted dolls were attacking him. Yes. Yeah, they actually happened. have him trapped in her. They're like, Marty, oh, no. you're not going anywhere, Marty. Yes, the poor guy. You're staying with us, Marty, <laughs> forever and ever. That's terrible stuff. We'll hear about that next uh, next week. Um, <laughs> if we can get him out of the... get him back. Yeah, if we can get him out of the closet from we this ha- haunted doll. We do have with us, as always, Eric the Doorman. Hey, yeah. I'm Like I mentioned earlier, yeah, I can't... Can't wait. You know, here's the thing. Fresno's falling apart, folks. Oh, Nothing works in the city anymore, but let's yep. pass the biggest budget ever. And they want to continue doing increases, which mm. is I'm sure we'll get into all these fun facts in this show today. It's going to be great. So get ready. It's going to be really good. We also have a really unique situation here because. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Here. Here he is now. Don Schlick's back. He came back now. Don Schlick's back. back. Oh, my back. Don is back. back. Don is back. Welcome back. Does he have his pose? I love Don Schlicks. Oh, Don's back. Are we going to get a... Don Schlicks love you. Look at his back. From Don Schlicks. Oh, my back. He is back. Oh, I hurt my back. (laughs) Don. Oh, Don's back. Don Don is back. Yeah! (laughs) Woo! Ah, I hurt my back. Don's back. (laughs) 
Now we got Don Schlicks back, guys. Wow, we've been waiting forever to do that. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been gone for what feels like ages. I think it's only been a couple shows. We're on episode, a couple hundred shows. Yeah, we're on episode like 190. In the last show, he was on know, was like 102 or something. You don't know how long we've been wanting to do that song, man. That's the best song of the we show. We actually did one. Remember that one yeah, time? Yeah, we did do one. We yeah. did a Don Schlicks, and it was all about Don's not here. He was like, Don's not here. Where is Don? <laughs> Don went missing. <laughs> this is a good one. We just missed the song. I um, changed yeah. my name while I was gone. Oh, no. Uh oh, what is it now? I'm Dobon Schlates. No, oh, I like that. <laughs> Dobon Schlates. I, I like, like Dobon Schlates, actually. That's a good name. Yeah. Is that um, Dobon Schlates? That's Did you name. have to change your uh, country of origin, too, with that name? or Serbian. I'm now Serbian. Oh, okay. Dobon Schlates. <laughs> and uh, I went down to the county office and legally changed it. Did you? You actually got, you got service down there at the office? When they were uh, locked no. up and sent you they away? They had a sign that says, call this number. <laughs> And I called, and then they said, uh, we're not taking calls, so go back to the office. The voicemail box is full. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate that, man. So uh, long story short, I wasn't able to change my name, so I'm still oh. Don Schlitz. Oh. Oh, Don Schlitz is back. You know, I was going to say, we'd have to redo the song, right? Yeah, Dobel like, Schlitz. Dobon Schlitz. Dobon Schlitz. Dobon Schlitz. In the house now. Dobon Schlitz. Oh, my goodness. Guys, what have you been up to? Let's let's do a quick um, let's do a quick recap um, over the last um, it's last week. Let's do each. We each have 20 seconds. 20 uh, seconds. Doorman, go. You got 20 seconds. I got 20 seconds. Okay, I went and saw the, oh, my gosh, you're counting, and I was getting distracted. <laughs> you know, the count. Dude, you got 15 seconds. I went I went and uh, to the zoo and saw Kingdoms of Asia, finally. Oh, yeah. 10 seconds. I feel like Kingdoms and, of Asia was. Oh, goodness, he's out of time. Uh -oh. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true on. that it's all the animals they had before, like tigers and orangutans and stuff? Like Not all of them. Yes, I mean, there's a lot of them. The sloth bears there. There's uh, uh, the uh, orangutans Did you see the sloth the bear cage though that is awesome freaking i want to live in that it's amazing yeah. it's beautiful what, what they did are they, they they've basically enlarged all those enclosures i mean they're really nice now for the animals and they've really done a lot so you know that poor tiger had this like little tiny i mean it was like smaller than an apartment in new york city no this, this it space. wasn't it wasn't that small it was just most of it was hidden you could only see the tiger and like maybe 10 percent of the Enclosure in the back. Yeah, but, I had a lot. It was pretty big. But he big. would just pace back and forth. He was just pace. but now he has this nice. He's got this thing where he can go swimming. There's like a tank they can swim yeah, in. There's he's like got a, there's a, a little walkway. You yeah. can, he can actually walk above the crowd. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, but it's funny. He just stays in the same spot pacing. He's still that's the thing. That's <laughs> know, what he's yeah. used to. Yeah, yeah. But no, the, the enclosures are really nice, and they did add some animals. They have like a Malaysian alligator. They have uh, they the otters. They actually they had otters before, but they oh, in, enlarged their enclosure. So they got some really nice stuff over there. Cool. Yeah. 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 All right, Don. You got twenty seconds. Uh, starting I've been now. in Yosemite. I watched all the Creed movies. <laughs> Uh, watched a very exciting basketball game that my son played in. Wow. I want to talk about that. Um, and oh, watch some water polo for my daughter. Jo qualifies qualifier games. Nice. So been better. busy, been busy. And he tried to change his name and it didn't work. Yep. Wow, that's pretty good. That was actually under twenty seconds. That was well done. Whoa, he's a well professional done. over here. Yep. This guy's I gotta, a professional. I gotta add some notes though here about the Creed 
movies. I'm just making some notes here because we talked about it. And I always got to put what we talk about in the show notes, guys. That's right. You know I do it. Yeah. And All what right. about you? 20 seconds. 20 go seconds. Okay. I ripped apart, ripped apart my house. We are uh, painting all of our cabinets. Mm. So we have been living in. I've been there. Yeah. We've been living out of um, a lot of nowhere. It's like we've been camping because <laughs> we're missing bathrooms. It's like you're everything. living in a crime scene with all the yeah. plastic because you're painting I've been washing and things outside in and... a hose. It's been a nightmare. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I went up to a, a cabin, our cabin dinky last weekend. Oh. It was okay. fantastic. Um, uh, beautiful weather up there. Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather here. Guys, yeah. it's almost July, and I don't think we've had a 100-degree day in June. It's That's been great. like in the 80s most yeah. of the time yeah, in June. Really nice. The nights. I'm actually opening my window. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got my windows open right now, mornings and nights. Yeah, You get all that nice, cool pollen air, so your nose gets plugged up, but it's, you're nice and cool in yeah. the... In the uh, yeah. So um, I'm out of time, but that's kind of been what I've been up to. How's that uh, cabinet painting experience going? You know, actually, besides like getting, besides the whole like. Um, the taping is the worst. Yeah. The taping off and because you, you know that how good you tape is how, well, here's how much the good overspray news, you're going to I didn't up. do it myself. I'm not going to lie. What? Yeah, no, no. I hired somebody. Oh, uh, nice. That's <laughs> the way to do it. Because I had ta- I thought about doing it. Brie yeah. and I were thinking about doing it. Um, you should have talked to me. I'd have talked to you out of it in two seconds. You, you did. Have, you don't even have to think. Oh, you, you really? Like, you wouldn't have to think about it. Yeah, especially since we how much we wanted to do. We wanted to do the insides and the outsides. Yeah, and you have to sand them, and you have to lacquer them, and you have to do the whole. I said just forget it. So we're we hired this team to come in. Um, and I'm really glad we did because mm. it would have been a nightmare. It yeah, would have been a nightmare. Um, so yeah, it's been really. It's been that was good. That was really good. To you would have been like me and lose a lung. During yeah. the process. I mean, even just honestly, just while they were doing it with everything taped off, it was really rough. In the were house. your yeah. um, cabinets made out of asbestos? No. I don't think they were. They're in the 70s. I have no idea. They probably have a lot of lead and asbestos in your lungs now. <laughs> you need to go. I didn't th- send them, though. That's the thing. See, I didn't I didn't even deal with all that. Basically, I, I did clean them really well with, uh, 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 was that TB, TBS, TSB? TSB, TSB, oh, yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah, TSB, yeah. whatever. The, yeah, yeah. That so bag, I, that bag of white powder. I, I cleaned them really. I cleaned <laughs> anthrax. I cleaned, with anthrax, I cleaned <laughs> them really well. I cleaned TSP, them, it's called phosphate-free TSP. There you go, there you go, yes. And I, I so I cleaned them really well, and then I just basically uh, just painted over everything. Wait, did you use real TSP, or did you use TSP substitute? No, I used the real stuff, but Ooh, I, I used the liquid yikes. stuff. Yeah, no. See, the professionals use this. Oh, maybe I use this. I don't know what I, I thought it was TSP, but maybe yeah. it was a. Well, if you use that, then you really are probably down 50% of your lungs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it wasn't in a powder, though. It was in liquid. Yeah, then definitely, definitely. Oh, I didn't drink it. Am I okay? No. <laughs> but anyway, I just, I just painted over it. I did paint the inside of the cabinets and stuff. But yeah, it, it was an experience. First time I had done that. And yeah, it was Start to finish, how long experience. did it take? Well, I thought it was going to take three days. I did it over like I took Easter vacation off a couple years ago to do it, and uh, it ended up taking the whole week. Like from literally, like I started on a Saturday when I got off, and I did it all the way. I was cleaning up like the next Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it took a long time. It was a pain in the butt. I don't know how they make phosphate-free TSP because TSP literally means trisodium phosphate. So, mm. is it just salt? What the heck are they? I don't know. You? I don't get that. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's kind of, that's been my life. That's what's been new. Um, but so let's talk about some things really quick. Let's quickly get into. Um, Can we talk about the sub really quick? Yeah, let's do the sub. Let's do the sub. 
It's a big, this is a big news story. If you guys so, know, yeah. um, talking about Subway, a bunch of yeah, sandwiches. So, as you guys know, Subway sandwiches is the number one fast food chain in the world. <laughs> they have a new menu. They have a new menu. Uh, the six or five dollar foot long is now like seven dollars. Mm-hmm. And Jared, the Subway guy, is a, a convicted pedophile. Oh, I nice. saw him at Fresno State once, and he told me to park far away and walk so, to class to lose weight. It's a true oh, story. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? Literally, true story. Literally, like four days later. He got arrested. No yeah, way. You Are not. you serious? Dead serious. It was amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, I just met that guy. And he was. Uh, he didn't live in the area, did he? No, he was uh, talking in the free speech zone at Fresno State. Uh, uh, about what? He was a I subway think he was guy. Trying to pick up kids. Oh my gosh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Well, and and so they're trying to repair their image by uh, by naming a new subway sandwich Ocean Gates. <laughs> oh goodness, deep diver is that what it is? Yeah, is that yeah, what yeah. happens? So let's okay. talk about the Ocean anyway. Gate. Yeah. Well, you've seen, I'm sure by now, the uh, I think it was a Today Show segment where one of the reporters couple months ago like in january yeah. went down on one of the subs did he actually go and down yeah he went down and they saw the titanic it was a successful voyage but the whole the whole report was about like how yeah, how poorly it's how made. poorly it's executed and how scary it seems and how like mickey mouse it seems like he's he's bought, he basically made a sub out of like how can i make a sub let's go to home depot and lowe's yeah. and try to make a sub yeah uh you know so um like yeah yeah so the whole thing uh it's uh looks shady and then josh uh what's his name he's got that adventure show on tlc he was invited to go went and checked it out and was like no way this thing's not safe like there's no way i'm getting into this thing uh and have you seen it you have to sit like hunched over like yeah legs crossed uh there's no room to do anything they shove you in there uh it was amazing yeah, you can yeah. get five people in that thing, but like you're saying, four of them have to sit with their with their legs crossed, you know, in a base like you're saying, basically like you're sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other person got to go look out the portal, right. and then that's where the porta potty was. Also, was <laughs> yeah. right there. They so you could have a little curtain. They said you could close and use that little porta potty um, right there, which was basically a bag essentially. Yeah, yeah. You, this is the honestly though. This in. is the worst part about this is this guy had a. Um, he built every submersible. I was reading quite a bit about this. One of the number one submersibles is this Japanese submersible, um, and it's made like 1,500 voyages deeper than this. And they're made out of 100% titanium, and they're like perfectly rounded. Mm-hmm. Mm. This guy said he didn't want to do that, and he said instead he made it out of carbon fiber with just some titanium on the tips. Yes. And there's a video, it's literally <laughs> a video of him, and this is a quote. I can play the video, but it's I'll read it to you as well. He said, um, this is an interview in 2021, that he liked to break rules. He says, quote, I'd like to be remembered as an innovator. I think it was General Douglas MacArthur who said, you're remembered for the rules you break. And I've broken some rules to make this. I think I've broken them with logic and good – I think I've broken them with logic and good engineering behind me. Mm -hmm. He says, um, the carbon fiber and titanium. Well, there's a rule that says you don't do that. This is him speaking of the materials used to construct the sub. Well, I did it. I'm picking the rules that you break, and those are the ones that will add value to others and add value to society. And that really is, to me, about innovation. Um, he was then asked about it, and he said, look, nobody's ever made a carbon fiber pressure hole for that depth before, and it's not. this is a uh, marine technologist said, and it's not a good idea. He also said it's very difficult to test and verify with carbon fiber because metallic holes have elasticity to them. But carbon fiber 
has very strong tension and it's mm. not strong enough in compression and it won't stretch so it just explodes or implodes. Um, and this guy literally said, there's a rule that says we don't do that, but I'm doing it. Wow. Well, there, there was another That's rule. That's a terrible There light. was another rule he lived by, which was basically when, when people, which uh, if you read the news reports, and people in his organization brought up the safety concerns or didn't agree with, with you know, and thought that it was a bad idea, he would fire them. And then he turns around and, and says that he wants to hire this great young uh, staff, you know, right. of uh, uh, exciting, you know, young people that want it. Yeah, people that won't say no to him. That's what it was. I was he didn't thinking. Wanna, he didn't want to. He didn't want to do a bunch of uh, what did he say? Like fifty-year-old white guys, white guys that were actually in the actual in, in submarine, actual captains. submarine yeah. captain people that had uh, from from. I think some of them were from the service too. Yeah, most of them from yeah. the Navy uh, that had experience in this. You know, yeah. Um, and it cost those people there, and it cost him and everybody on board their lives mm-hmm. uh, because of that. The uh, the other thing I remember seeing from that, um, I think it was today's show, like I said, was he's talking mm-hmm. about like, you know, they they went out on a, on a couple journeys to try to go to the Titanic before they were successful. And one of them, the, um, the platform that's supposed to sink with the sub wouldn't sink. The other one, they almost immediately lost contact with the sub. And he, and then the, the reporter's talking about, look, all these things are failing. He's like, well, the most important thing is the hole. And the hole's never going to fail because, you know, you can lose pressure, you can lose this, you can lose that, but you're going to be totally safe. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, that was pretty tragic. I know That's there was terrible. a young yes. um, teenage boy on there with his father, and the mom has come out and said the boy did not want to go. He was really? terrified, but the dad, like, was like, no, this is important. We have to go. Um, the other interesting thing was we found out that, um, the Navy knew almost immediately that the sub had imploded or exploded. They picked up the sound 45 minutes after launch, they said. Yeah. So, um, well, wait a minute, but there's discretion. I thought there, there was also reports that was an hour and 45 minutes. So who knows? Was it 45 or an hour and 45, which, you know, they said they found the sub supposedly what about 1600 feet off the bow of the, of the, the mm-hmm. Titanic on the floor. Yeah. So that would kind of make sense if they were three quarters, if they were, it takes two hours to get down there. Mm-hmm. If they were an hour and 45 minute, then they were about two thirds, you know, three quarters down in the dive when this thing, and that's probably when the pressure is, is the greatest, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes sense. So I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stories coming out. But even out. if it was 45 minutes, I mean, you know, stuff's still going to sink to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but would it sink with that precision to be, I mean, I know 1,600 feet isn't necessarily that close, but it seemed like it would it would drift quite, quite a, you know, quite a ways because I think they, they think they found most of the components that were fairly close to each. In other words, it was, it happened closer mm-hmm. down at the bottom rather than higher up where things would be drifting off. Yeah, the other that. thing I thought was interesting was, the Navy has, they reported, has a top secret, um, like, listening device where they can, remember that? That came out. That's how they knew the sub mm-hmm. exploded. Yeah. But now it's not top secret anymore because right. it was reported. So now yeah. we know the Navy can listen to us. So, uh, well, if we're underwater. Dorman, next time you, um, when I'm in you the know, tar- start <laughs> sharding in the ocean or something, just know a bunch of dudes from the Navy are listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a uh, top secret underwater microphones they have all over the ocean. Which, no longer top secret. Yeah. Well, well, here here's the deal though. Th- th- this is what now we we this is kind of leading into another story. I know we're going to get into um, maybe because it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I think we we probably do. I don't know, but anyway, 
Okay, so here's the deal. This thing happened. They knew it kind of happened on Sunday, and then they kind of kept up this facade, though, about, you know, oh, are they still alive? We have five days to rescue them. Yeah, and and they've got, you know, what is it, 70-something hours or 90-something hours, supposedly, of of oxygen. And uh, and they kept up this facade, and they had all these boats rushing out there and doing this. But in the meantime, they knew that that it had already, uh, you know, it had already perished. I mean, the, the ship had already been gone been demolished yeah so and, well i, I have i don't is I do it true that they knew definitively or just that they heard an explosion and they assumed but they couldn't be 100 percent sure well i guess they couldn't be 100 percent. however right. i also read an, a weird article from james cameron do you guys know about this yeah he's like the expert now coming so, out yeah so well, you know the guy the, james cameron has made like what over 60 some dives yeah. and he holds the record for the deepest dive yeah, he's right. like one of the deepest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine going down there sixty some times no, to the Titanic? That's frightening. I'd rather go to space. I think it was 60 than yeah. So what? What he has said is that he knew right away, and he even called his friends, and they all knew, like everybody, mm-hmm. in the, because they said just based off the fact that the comms went down and the location went down, he said it means that there was enough force to also. I guess there's a separate part of this thing that goes above or is attached somehow. Um, and he said the, the very fact that that would also go out means there had to be a big enough implosion to kind of suck the separate unit and battery in. And he said the only thing that would make sense is an implosion. He said everybody in the industry knew that it was an implosion. Mm. And plus, then you add on the fact that we heard it like, yes, they knew. But I guess they could say, hey, we don't have pieces of it. So we, we don't have know. proof. I mean, or not definitive proof. Yeah. Um, can you? <sighs> I don't know. Did you see pictures of this thing? I can't believe anybody would look at this thing and say, "Yeah, I'll I'll go down in the Titanic and in, in, in that thing." There's yeah, no way. No. This thing looked piecemealed. It was. It was did piecemealed. You, did you see the uh, video of the guy explaining that like yeah. the gaskets and stuff he got from Camp World? Yeah. 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 Oh, I got these yeah. from Camp World. I'd be yeah. like, uh, uh. Well, 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 he made the point that the hole, going back to what you're talking about with the with the hole, that it was you know NASA engineers and these engineers that put it all together. But you can't trust what this guy said because he also said that well, no, they they use communication from uh, Starlink, and then Elon came out and said, uh, no. Yeah. That's we don't we don't supply you anything. And then he also said he's worked with these other universities and they're like well yeah. no you used our tanks to test some stuff but we don't work with you yeah, yeah. it was you he know was he, he, yeah it yeah. was yeah this and this goes back to what this guy says about breaking rules and you so you can't trust anything yeah, that, that this this company had put out and they used a um logitech 45 yeah, logitech that was game the best controller. The PlayStation. yeah no it was even <clears throat> would you know that controller actually only works on windows xp it's that old it stopped having <laughs> kid you not that controller you can get on amazon today uh, for on sale for forty percent off for early Prime Day deals, <laughs> it is so old that it hasn't been updated for ten years, and that's what controlled the ship. Wireless Bluetooth. So it was working on XP. Yeah, which means exactly, which means it was running old software. The whole thing was it was bad. Yeah, bad situation. That's very sad. And then um, they had to bolt you in that thing. That mm-hmm. to me, that was outside. that would. Oh man, I couldn't. I could not. Yeah, deal there's no with way that. out. Like you're just. It's not good. And then I was looking at the holes to where they bolt. The front capsule, mm-hmm. front part of that, onto that, uh, with the, their power drills, and it looked, and it, the holes look. I mean, I know it was a photograph, 
but the holes look super tiny. I mean, I expected these big, huge, massive bolts. Well, you to be see used. that on and they're like submarines, the huge doors that are five feet thick that they're cranking shut with the wheel and yeah. then it like locks into place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was literally <laughs> get my drill, I'll drill some bolts into the Yeah. Right. Like we're putting on a car tire or some, something. Some cheap bolts from Home Depot. Like yeah. you said, he got all his parts, you know. Um it, it really is a tragedy and um I don't know. You know, what do you say? I mean, you were talking about that reporter, and I remember seeing that part. Uh -oh. Whoa, sorry. Whoa. Jeez, that's loud. The ocean. Oh, I, I was going to say, I remember uh, watching a, a news report, and the guy was reading, like, all the, you know, disclaimer right. stuff. Where do like, I sign? Mental, yeah. yeah, mental health and this and death yeah. and this. And they said death was mentioned, like, five or six times. Mm -hmm. Uh, on the front, on the first page or, or first I paragraph. I was thinking too, which is kind of morbid, but the that CEO who who perished, it's almost he's probably. I mean, it was either that or he wasn't on the ship, and now he's being investigated and probably going to jail and being sued. You know, it's like what? What are you saying? Like the best thing was probably that he was on the ship for for his own. Yeah. Because otherwise he would. Yeah. The company. I don't know who backs. You know what venture capital? I'm sure some. Somebody's back in this company. It not wasn't him, I don't think, but uh, he was just the CEO. But yeah, the, but this, he's the one who made all these decisions, right? He would yeah, be ultimately true. responsible, so he would be facing investigations, jail, jail time, possibly oh, yeah. being sued by all the families. I do want to. I'm going to take a. Guys, we're going to um, go with a. Uh, there's a, show, a link in the show notes. Um, take a minute if you're listening. If you're driving, don't watch this. But if you're at home. Pause, go to link in the show notes, click on the link that says how deep is the ocean. We are going to watch this really quick and sure. then we're going to come right back and you'll hear us talk about it. So stop, take a watch, and then we'll also tell you what we, what we just saw. All right, one second. We'll be right back. Okay, so we just watched a video. We're back. We're back uh, sh should we do that with a, like everybody does? Five minutes later. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know how they so, do that in videos. So we just finished watching yes. this video. It's in the show notes. Check it out. Oh, you guys, I'm going to say you you need to watch. I, I yeah. strongly recommend you need to watch this thing. I got anxiety mm -hmm. watching this video because it's a 3D graph on YouTube here of how deep the ocean actually is in relative to different landmarks like mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Eiffel Tower Eiffel Tower and, and how uh, deep a normal like typhoon class submarine goes yeah. is 400 meters and then you just go and you look at like these guys went down in a tiny tiny little thing to over 3,000 meters to over 3,000 meters and you're like wait 3,700 meters like that's insane that is not, and that, I mean, it gives me anxiety just watching this, how yeah. deep Go this lower is. lower and lower. Mount Everest is like, it shows Mount Everest. It's like a, a fraction of the height of the how depth deep. of the ocean. Yeah. It's so just so insane. You, and you were also saying there was a guy who said he went down in the 60s. So yeah, it's like a famous, it's called the Triest. You can look this up. It's like, it's a really large, um, it's like a, people claim that it happened. If you look up, just look up T-R-I-E-S-T-E. Um, it is the Triste, 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 the Triste. Triste. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and he I'll said he went down ten thousand nine hundred eleven meters. Yeah, it's a um a Swiss design here. I'll put it in the show notes here. Let me one second. I'm just putting it in there so you guys know I'm not lying as I do this. So it's it's a Swiss design ocean submarine. 
Yeah, and it's like that, the they say they went down to the bottom of the the ocean. Um, the Mariana Trench, which I don't think they consider the deepest part of the ocean anymore. Yeah, we don't know. That's what they're saying. 10,000, yeah. 11, well, they're saying the deepest part is 11,000 meters. That is well, nuts. I was just at SeaWorld, and that was one of the questions they asked before the Orca oh. show, what is the deepest part of the ocean? And Mariana Trench was one of the choices, and I guessed it, and it wasn't the right answer. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. So they say that wow. this was built, a Swiss designed, but built in Italy. And in uh, January 23rd, 1960, Jacques Picard, the son of the boat's designer. Jean-Luc, son of Jean-Luc <laughs> Picard. <laughs> went down to uh, the bottom of the ocean at 10,000 meters. So this has been like, they say this happened. However, now, if you read about, I kind of dug into this because I thought that ha- this is impossible. The more I dug into it, people do start saying, apparently also the U.S. Navy bought this thing. The U.S. Navy bought it in 1957. Um, and this is the thing. When the U.S. Navy, after they bought it, they did make 48 dives that went down to 3,700 meters. Okay. This guy claims he went down to like 11,000 11, meters. meters. Did, did, is it saying that the, that the Navy said this is kind of the, the capacity, the limits of this thing? I is don't thir- know. 3,700 meters? They, they claim this is what happened. But the more mm. I read about it, there are more modern-day people who say like, look, yes, their instruments they had all these instruments that said that they did that. But people are starting to think that maybe their instruments broke on the way down. Uh. Because they also claimed that they saw on the bottom of the ocean um, flounders and different types of fish. And now we know that those fish don't you, live down they, there. They, you can't, they can't live down there. So There's no way. Now people are starting to think, okay, maybe. Did they find the Megalodon with Jason Stater? <laughs> right. <laughs> So they're oh saying that maybe this giant squid actually happened. So, so we don't know. They also say that unexpectedly, unexpectedly, when they got to the bottom of the ocean, they somehow, using sonar and a hydrophone, regained the ability to communicate with their support ship up top and were able to explain to them what they were seeing. Mm. <clears throat> so, yeah, so I don't know. What is the depth? Can we so eleven? Yeah, what was there? Eleven thousand something meters. What is that in feet? Um, eleven thousand meters. Eleven. Because we know Mount Everest is twenty four thousand feet. This is um one two thirty six thousand feet. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. seem. Well, it's I don't know. almost seven miles underneath the water. The Titanic is two two point three essentially, so uh, you know, uh, two and a half times deeper, if not more. Do, do we know now? Do we know when the Titanic sunk? It was nineteen twelve, right? Something like that. Was it nineteen twelve? Here's here's another interesting fact about the uh, the sub, by the way. Nineteen twelve. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if this guy did this on pur- on purpose, if he knew or not. But the guy he named this sub the Titan, right? Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that there was a book that came out in 1898 yeah, sinking of the that was Titan, called right? The Wreck of the Titan, which actually yeah. is a story that basically explained what happened to the Titanic, but it came out, preceded the Titanic. Hmm. Right. So it was almost like predicting what was going to happen. And then this guy names, not, not that the sub, I mean, but he names the sub the Titan, which is just kind of an interesting little... Right. So we got in. to talking about... Uh, 
the uh, ocean and how deep it is. And we don't even know how deep it is because 5% of the ocean has been explored. 95% of the ocean we know nothing about. So um, that's a lot of water. Well, we were then discussing how starting in 2014, and I've been reading more and more articles about this, scientists have discovered that somewhere deep in the Earth's mantle, there's enough water to refill the ocean three to five times over. Yeah. So far more water is in the Earth's crust, crust somewhere uh, and that they know. Uh, and it's not just like one scientist thought this. They've, they've kept doing studies. So then we got talking about how the biblical story of a global flood mm-hmm. is not far-fetched because the Bible talks about the waters coming from the depths of the earth rising up rising up from the yeah. depths of the earth springing out of the ground uh and it talks about the rain falling and then we got talking about how why did it how did people live you know to be 800 years old early in the book of genesis before the flood and we brought up the point that you know it rained for the first time uh during the flood and the water what do you call it, the vapor layer yeah vapor layer so and scientists agree that, okay, so if there was a vapor layer before, above before that, the rain, before, before the, the flood, rain, yeah. that it would block out so much UV and radiation mm-hmm. that it would allow humans to live yep. far longer than we can live today. And shortly after the flood, you saw people rapidly not living as long. And then, uh, right. you know, by the time it got not too far after that, you know, it was, they lived about as long as we live today. So their lifespan was um, shortened. Yeah. So it's just interesting how the more they try to, um, you know, people try to disprove the, 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 the biblical creation story and, and floods and all that stuff. Science actually, uh, the more they dig science actually, uh, confirms it, confirms what the Bible is saying. Well, here, I I think you found the, uh, the fountain of youth, my friend, if people, if everybody, everybody just went and lived in a, in a, uh, hyper, what do they call them? Hyperbaric chamber, uh, (laughs) forever but you couldn't get out of that if right. you just stayed in there you could probably lived about three four or five hundred years yeah. old like bobby um, ricky bobby <laughs> right <a> right <laughs> <laughs> now it is crazy because i've never heard that before and you guys are explaining that whole vapor layer thing about blocking out the even i go what how could that even happen how how's that even possible yeah but you're saying that that they could yeah so i mean wait, what was your question no, the vapor layer, like how, how so there would be a, a basically a, a, a layer well, above in the sky of moisture. Yeah, well, it's just like our, we our ozone. We currently have what the different layers of, we have stratosphere. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the different, imagine just one of those was made up of like water. Water. Yeah, right now we have a made up of all these other gases and things. And there's lots of water in the sky, right? right. But, but you would still get enough sunlight, like we were talking about, you still get enough sunlight to produce plants and stuff. And, you know, I mean, because you, you have to have some kind of light still. Mm-hmm. You can't live in the dark. I mean, they didn't, right? So, right. yeah, it would, there would still be some kind of light coming through. So it would almost be like living in the ocean, but just having <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. A, a layer of oxygen yeah, and, also, and no water. If you read Genesis 1 where 7, humans does live. say, it says, uh, I'll do King J- King James version. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above, above the firmament. and below. So yeah. also to make that, let's do separated the I'll, waters, separated it from the waters. Hmm. I'll just do a new international. So God made the vault and separated the water from under the vault from the water above the vault. So I mean, it actually interesting makes it wow. pretty clear. New century version. So God made the air huh. and placed some of the water above the air and some below it. So if you think about this, this is a story that has been told 
for at least 10,000 years, mm. right? We yeah. via and this story has not changed from some of the earliest scripts we've ever found, which means that people at a certain time knew that there was a layer above them, mm. which means they either saw it or they could see it, at least they knew about it. Yeah. And almost all cultures have a global flood story in yep. them. True. The yeah. other thing is all these <clears throat> I mean, we know, science knows that at one point, everything was underwater because we find fish fossils up in the mountains. We find, <laughs> right. yeah. uh, you know, everything like that, you know, so it's, they know at some well, point. And that could also be, like we talked about before, too, that could also be the fact that, you know, if there was some kind of cataclysmic or some kind of event where maybe the crust had risen, like mm -hmm. you're talking about, and that would push the waters up, mm -hmm. and then that would be part of the flood and then also that's how you could get obviously if you have the crest going up and it becomes a mountain that's how you could get mm -hmm. fossils up there too also but i'll actually this share, is blowing my mind right now this i will is crazy. share in the show notes this is a um this is from brown university let me share this it's a whole pdf about a water canopy wow right it, there. this goes all the way the first theory is back in 1814 who went through and the arguments for, they also do arguments against, but they actually will go through and do the math, a vapor canopy math. They talk about the gallons per mat. I mean, they, I, I'm not smart enough to do, to figure this out, but they vary. They even talk about the, the pressure of it, how it would be a liquid or an ice canopy. They talk about all the math of how this actually makes sense. The greenhouse problem, the light problem, um, they you know, go through the whole thing. And well, and that was one part of the equation. Now, as of 2014-15, we're learning about how much water is in the Earth's crust, which right. is the second part of the flood that it talks about. Water rising from the earth. Yes. Yeah, so if the water was was rising and if water was falling, and you had some and, and for some reason that that canopy, I mean, that would make total sense, mm -hmm. right? That canopy had collapsed or had whatever happened and that water actually came down. Um, I mean, three to five times, they think, in the crust than in the oceans. So you said, yeah, I could fill up the oceans how many times? Within 40 days, three that's not far-fetched to, to think times, that yeah. the whole Earth would be underwater, even the, the tallest mountains, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah so let me... That, um, so let me, so instead of the hyperbaric chamber, what we could do is we could actually, if we could create a suit where it was a layer of vapor <laughs> over your body, and you could walk around town like that... You could live forever. I'm right. <laughs> I don't know. This, this is true. <laughs> I don't know. Can we do it? Can we patent that? You better patent that right now. Let's get it on the no focus patent. A vapor water suit. Let me find. I'm going to upload the whole PDF here from Brown. It's I mean, called Brown. This Canada. is amazing, guys. You guys are blowing my mind right now. This is crazy. It actually is pretty. It's pretty fun to actually take time and dig into a lot of like science. So last that backs up because it really does. The, a lot the of Bible times it yeah. backs up a lot. Most of the time. Yeah. If you really not, start digging and into we're not science. But wait, we're not talking about the science. Talking about we're science. talking about science, not. Yeah. Fauci, yeah, the science. They <laughs> will start. It does start backing biblical truths yeah. up, and well, this funny. is why, like you know, one of the things that uh, Einstein said. He said, you know, they just, he was describing math, and his final thing was like, how do you know? Like, how does this make sense? And he said, the more I do math, I realize that math is a language of God. Mm -hmm. He was like, it, oh yeah, it yeah. just it just doesn't. The only thing that makes sense, like it's pointless. That it doesn't make any sense that all of this math just works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not just making it up. Like if we all just Math doesn't just work. He's like, it has to work somehow. Well, I've never been good at math, so I, I think God God doesn't want to talk to me for some reason. 
<laughs> I, can't, I can't talk to God. <laughs> um, this, yeah, you know what? You know what's funny though is you read this stuff in the Bible and you just think, oh, these are just like you know ancient people. They didn't know anything, mm. and and you know they're just describing an ancient language. You know, like you know, right. oh, I see a bird or I see a star. That must be you know. They didn't know what they're talking about. They probably know more what they're talking about than what what I do uh, most in this time. modern day. I yes. mean, well, then the so the other thing you brought up was the 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 vapor uh, layer. Uh, they know that the Earth had actually had a lot more carbon back then, and that was good for plants, right? A lot sure. of vegetation. We know that when the dinosaurs were around, um, and so and the Bible talks about dinosaurs, leviathans. Uh, yeah. being present. So, but the, I was going to say, I went to the, uh, arc, uh, last summer and that's up in Kentucky when it's a, a life-size replica mm. of the arc. And there's a, um, oh, yeah. there's a, 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 I don't know if I call it a company, but it's called uh, back to Genesis. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, the arc was an amazing experience because it's life-size and they show exactly how Noah could have fit every single, you know, creature on the ark and still have room. It's not like far-fetched and how he could have provided for them and, and mm. done all this. And they talk about every single thing that we're talking about, how science has backed up the biblical account of, mm. of the global flood and even of the, of creation. Right. Um, and so it was super interesting because it's not just like, well, science says this, but the Bible says that it's like, no, the Bible says this and science backs it up. You yeah. know, it's pretty interesting. Wow. Right. I still, I would, I wish I could go back in time and ask Noah why he brought cockroaches. <laughs> <with him. laughs> why cockroaches? Why? I mean, I know God loves every creature, but come on. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. That you know, I didn't even know there was a life size arc in Kentucky. Oh, it's super cool. Yeah. That it's is. yeah. Wow. It's amazing. You see it from a distance and you're like, oh wow. And then it makes sense that it took Noah a hundred years to build it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, and if he had that vapor layer, then you could be like, Okay, yeah, the guy could live to be, you yeah. know, five, six, seven hundred years. Yeah. So that makes all makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's actually it's a lot of fun to kind of dig into that. Uh, stuff for sure um that that is wild this, this is wild my friends i'm yeah it's it's pretty good let's okay, guys, i gotta get back in my bible and start start digging it's fun and reading it more because i have a whole new uh, perspective now we do it. um man guys we never we didn't even get into our actual show notes i got yosemite let's do we only have oh yeah well, let's talk about we yosemite. a few minutes left let's yeah. dig into actually you know what we might just do one long show today let's just i gotta i got a certain time i have to spend time with my daughter yeah sure okay no problem. let's do um let's talk about uh local let's do uh let's do yosemite don, don you went to yosemite yeah What's yosemite's local i mean fresno's known as you know, Fresno, Merced, they all kind of claim all these towns that they're the gateway to Yosemite, our airports, Fresno, Yosemite Airport and all. So we know that. And many people here in the valley, that's, you know, we go up there. We're lucky. We live by so many national parks. Um, so my kids had never been to Yosemite, which might sound shameful, uh, but we're beach people. We go to the coast mm, all the yeah. time. We're beach people. Wait, so, yeah. Your kids have never been to Yosemite? Correct. We never went with them when they were little? Correct. Oh, that's actually pretty crazy. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, they've been obviously to Kings Canyon and Sequoia. It's not like yeah. we don't go up to the Mount Shaver, but they've never been to Yosemite. Okay. So we took a trip uh, last Sunday through Wednesday, and we met our um, uh, my wife's brother and his family came with us, mm. and we did Yosemite. And first of all, I will say this, a hot take, uh, Yosemite might be overrated. 
No. Uh oh. What? Whoa. 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 Wait a second. I got it. I don't have any sounds, but. Oh, Don's hot take. Ow. <laughs> ah, that's Overrated. Got a hot take. That's ah, not good. Here's What's what I experienced. Yeah. <clears throat> I have been to Yosemite before. <clears throat> My family, though, is let's go to Yosemite. Let's ride some bikes. Let's look at the beautiful surroundings. Let's go to the Iwani and eat lunch. Let's get mm. some ice cream in Curry Village. It's like a day tree yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fun time. So my brother-in-law, though, is let's go visit every national park and do all the hikes. So uh, I had never done these uh, hikes in Yosemite. Um, but I, I, realized not easy. I realized that all the people there, most of them, are people who visit all the national parks and love going on these hikes. Sure. Um, so two problems I had with Yosemite. First of all, I will admit, it, it's an amazing display of God's natural splendor of nature. Yeah. Uh, those mm -hmm. granite mountains are unbelievable to look at. Uh, right now, the waterfalls are just insane. It looks like Niagara Falls on some of them. You get absolutely drenched if you go anywhere near them. Oh, I bet, yeah. Um, Coming off of that rain that yeah. we had, yeah, yeah. the snowpack. It's yeah. beautiful. Although I will say it's interesting. Uh, they talked about, I read a plaque talking about, we went to, hiked up to Mirror Lake. Um, and back in the 1800s, 1900, early 1900s, it was an actual lake where they had like floating saloons and restaurants. Really? And, oh yeah, you take boats out on it. Now it's about two feet deep <laughs> and it's not a lake. Huh. So anyway, but, and so they said, you know, the early uh, parks, people used to manage uh, the nature. So they would clear out the dead trees, yeah. clear out the overgrown brush. Well, Mira, but then like we've evolved to now let nature just be nature. Mm. And I always got to thinking, man, Mirror Lake must've been so much prettier back when they would like take out the overgrowth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so anyway, that's one thing. There, was there a lot of dead up there? Then? Oh yeah, a lot of still dead because they don't do anything with them now. It's just, yeah. well, it's nature. So dead trees here and there. I mean, it's still gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Mm. If you've never been, you should go and see it it's it's unbelievably beautiful how, how long is the hike up there to that lake uh the mirror lake hike's not bad it's probably one of the easier hikes there um okay. yeah no it's pretty almost anybody could do it it's really simple it's, it's basically literally just like a walk to the to the lake mm. you climb a little bit uh we did the mist trail which is not easy um that is you rise over a thousand feet in about a mile and a half so it's just a straight wow. uphill climb uh, you have to walk up these granite steps. And when I say steps, they're probably a foot and a half to two feet each step. Wow. So you're, you're, <laughs> I was, I was sweating. And the most obnoxious thing is all these people who love hiking. They're just running past you. Doesn't matter. It's just obnoxious. <laughs> they have no issue with this hike. Yeah. I'm sweating. I'm dying. And like, you know, and it's like some of these people are fat, you know, and they, I'm like, how are you doing this? You know, they're yeah. just they're just in hike shape. Yeah, they're hike shape. And so uh, that was a little bit annoying. Also, the mist trail, because of how much water there is, um, mm. it wasn't a mist trail. It was like a water park uh, waterfall slide. You were walking up a waterfall. And I mean that mm. literally, you're, you know, we were about, you know, four inches of water every step that we were walking through. So we got absolutely drenched and it was freezing. I'm not trying to disparage people from doing that hike. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, but I'm just telling you my experience. The other thing I didn't count on is Yosemite is a lot like Disneyland 
where you have to wait in line for rides. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, if you okay. want to get to one part of the valley to the next, you take this like bus system. Yeah, the buses. Yeah, and yeah. it's supposed to come every eight to 12 minutes. It came every, about every 30 to 35 oh, minutes. Oh, my gosh. And each mm. bus was so jam packed with people, about maybe three to five people would get on every time the bus came. And when I tell you that they jam you in like a cattle car, um, I was like in people's armpits and <laughs> my private parts were jammed up against other people's private parts. Oh it was gosh. unbelievable. Let, let and at some this. point, somebody started farting in there. And oh, it my gosh. But did, it, you, but did you like it? It was it you. <laughs> no, it was, it was not me. It, felt it was it. making me angry to think about All right. this air that was moments before in somebody's butthole were, is now in my these, nose. Okay, were these buses electric? No. Oh, oh, they're hybrid. Yeah. I think they're hybrid. They're hybrid. I, I thought I maybe they that's said. why the, the, they were taking so long to get there. They had to charge them up. They're know, hybrid. Between. They're hybrid. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, uh, people were taking about two hours to find a parking lot. Um, oh, yeah. I hear parking is atrocious yeah. right now. Yeah. So I will just say if you're going to Yosemite. Get there early. It, get there as early as you can to find a parking spot. Be ready to wait in line for the buses. Um and if if that doesn't phase you, you're gonna have a good time. If you like hiking, difficult hikes, all the hikes except for one or two are not easy hikes. I mean, it's a yeah. lot of vertical climbing, a uh, lot of uh, you know strenuous, pretty strenuous. Lot of what, them. what did your kids think about it though? Would, were they having a blast or did, were I they mean, like, it's Dad, an experience I'm tired. To, to see it? I'm sure everybody yeah. was happy to go and see it. It's a beautiful. Um, but I was, but they're beach people, you know, and they're like, we're, we're, you know, we'd rather go to the beach than do that mm. again. So, uh, another yeah. question for you, uh, when you got done with all this hiking, uh, did you come away with buns of steel? I came away, uh, with buns of steel. My calves were like calves jacked of up. Steel. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was pretty crazy. How sore were you? How many days? You know what? I, I was really sore. Well, that day. So I have a bad back. Um, oh. my back was pretty messed up by the end of the day where we did a lot of hiking the next day. My back really hurt. We went back and did some more easy hikes the next day. Um, and then I was really sore for about two days after that. I feel totally okay. fine now. Uh, so our last day was Wednesday. It's Saturday. Now I'm feeling, what, I'm feeling totally fine. Where did you stay up there? We stayed in a house in Mariposa that we rented. Oh, like Airbnb um, or yeah, something? Yeah, Airbnb. Okay. And I think it's called the Mountain Chalet. And, How far was it from the... Uh, about an hour to the valley. Okay. So not too bad. You know, we'd drive in in the morning and then drive out at night, you know, so um, the commute wasn't too bad. So, yeah, we stayed in Mid Pines. We actually stayed in Mid Pines, which is a little bit, maybe just like 10 minutes past Mariposa. Okay. Uh, closer right. to the park. Um, so, yeah, I will say uh, kind of a mixed bag. Um, a lot of things that there I didn't like, but obviously just being in that natural beauty is it's a wonder you know it's a yeah, wonderment you understand yeah. why people go and love it so um not trying to dissuade anybody from going <laughs> but just trying to be prepared for what what awaits you there yosemite's beautiful but it sucks yeah wow um how, how long has it been since you've been up there yosemite, yosemite? Yeah. um maybe so brie and i went uh i mean i guess it was right before covid because it mm. was shut down for a while there and then there's a whole bunch of stuff i think we went now do you go to the valley because that's the only place i go to people yeah. think of yosemite they think of the valley that's yeah. like one percent of the national oh, yeah, park it's a, a huge national the park park is massive well like yeah. you said it's set up for hikes i mean you got it to get to a lot of these places you can't drive right, right. you got to hike there yeah so so it's i it's proposed mostly... i proposed to uh, my wife in yosemite 
So we, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, so we try to go up every once in a while as like a... Like an anniversary yeah, trip. Yeah, so we like going up there. Sometimes we'll just go for like the day. We'll just go to a market, grab some, like a, a beer and a sandwich and sit by the See, water or something like that. Yeah, I haven't been up there since uh, early 2000s. Uh, it's been a long time for me. And uh, my wife, my wife and I have never been up there together. And she keeps telling me, oh, you know, we, we've got to go. But, you know, we're really not, we're not hiking people mm-hmm. either, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... We'll go up there. We'll be in the valley, and you know, just. But I don't know what else there's going to be for us to do. We, I'd rather go to the beach too, yeah. to be honest with you, man. Yeah. I'm more of a beach person too. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting. I like the, that ocean uh, water. My other hot take is watch the Creed movies. They're uh, fantastic. Wait, wait, we'll get into that. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You're jumping around. <laughs> oh, sorry. About uh, speaking of mountains, you guys know the Shaver Stables? No, it's, like the, it's the only place you can like rent horses up near um, Shaver. Is that by Dinky or is it different? Uh, it's a different one. It's not the one right okay. by Dinky. What um, is this? So this is, it's up by, it's near Shaver. It's near like uh, Edison area. It's where you can rent horses and ride around the Shaver area. They're wow. being forced to close. Wait, why? What? Because the landlord, which is SoCal Edison, you know, Edison owns all that land yeah. up there. Okay. I don't know if anybody, most people that might not know this, you know, there's that like turnoff. It's called Camp Edison mm-hmm. at yeah. Shaver. They own like a big private area of the of Shaver Lake. It's like mm-hmm. really nice. They generate all that power up there. All that goes to Southern California. To Southern California, yeah. Edison. You know, you know, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. So all anyways, right. they are, they're the landlord actually, and they are kicking them off the land. They have to dismantle the stables and build buildings um by february 8th 2024 which is really sad they've been operating the stable and doing all that stuff for years now um so yeah it's it's a it's a big bummer they're getting kicked well, off what's this though then i'm below it says they can use different trails yeah but they yeah but they have to set up a new place they have to right, shut down they have relocate basically yeah yeah which is going to be very hard so um, so why why is uh uh socal edison they don't want people they're just there. not letting them renew the lease they just They're don't want people up there walking quote, around or what? Safety, but everybody says no. It has to do with they want the land for other purposes. Um, what do they want to build luxury condos up there? You can park though, right? You can go to the Camp Edison area, and there's like a parking lot, and you can go to that part of the yeah, lake. So if you, it's ten dollars to get in, but it become you know it's 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 a uh, Camp Edison's when it's not busy, it's a great place to go. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to pay to get in Shaver. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a some it's like a, it's like a private part of Shaver. It's like where the wealthy people go to pay $10. Mm-hmm. However, most of the time it actually is just as packed as the other part of the lake. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, if you get there a little bit later in the day, it's the best place to go cuz you actually have a more private area. There's like you know, there's parking, there's, you know, nicer bathrooms there's things like that they actually take care of because you're paying to be there but it's a big part of the lake they they mm-hmm. have a big chunk of the lake that you can use um but yeah they're kicking these people out so, so. wait a minute now may, okay so shaver lake is that lake mostly owned then by socal edison i did not know big this chunks of it so all the power that gets made there is so it goes edison. to yeah. goes to southern california yeah hmm. pg and e also has a lot of lakes well PG&E, i mean bass yeah. lake is obviously yeah. a big one but yeah. um well, yeah. what's the big lake above Dinky that we went to? It's gorgeous. It's oh, granite. Huntington. No, not Huntington. Oh, above Dinky? Dinky. Lake above. Did I go with you? Yeah, we rented boats. It was freezing cold, but it's a beautiful lake. Yeah, was it? Oh, so, wait. So the this, one above Shaver? They, no, above Dinky. You keep driving, and they, they drain it, and they pump it to the other one, and then they re, they make hydropower. I don't think I went with you. It was cold when we rented boats? Yeah. Hmm. When was that? I don't know. A few years ago. Up above Dinky? I don't know. Mm. 
I don't think I was there. Going back to the story, though, said uh, um, this guy was saying that uh, he's been there for 30 years. Yeah, he's been there for a long time. Um, so Kant, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, he said, he, he, I did buy a business that was completely intact and ready to go. Uh, moving me would require probably three times as much as it was original to build this place 30 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, well the, 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 the business has been there 30 years. I don't know if he's owned it for 30 years, but... Um, that is crazy. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. It's like it's a really sad kind of situation. Oh, here it is. Now that the land, here's the key right here. Here's the key line. And this is him stating that. But he's saying now the land has been prepped with water and sewer. Ah, uh, they're so going to put something else there. Kant said, oh, it's a she, sorry. She thinks they want to use the land for other purposes. Yeah, yeah they're going to do something. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, that's sad, man. They're uh, uh, so if you want to rent horses. You know, I think there's a, there's a one near Dinky that you can rent horses at. So it's another place to go. Um, it's Courtright uh, Reservoir. Nah, I didn't go with you guys. Who owns that one, Courtright Reservoir? I think it's a PG&E thing, and they mm. pump it to a different reg- reservoir and uh, to make hydropower. I know. Uh, well, that's not green. How can they do that? Uh, California doesn't consider that green energy. No. Uh, well, Lake, yeah. They use Lake Manzanita, too, for hydropower, don't they? Uh, that's down below uh, Bass Lake. So if you want to rent horses, there is one near Dinky. <laughs> it's called Clyde Pack Outfitters. Um, it's, you know, right Oh, with Sean. It's with Sean. And then they pump it to court, right, and back and forth. We went to oh, Sean. Oh, oh, yeah. It's one of those where they do back and forth, back yeah, and forth. Yeah. To so we went to Sean, and it's beautiful. It's like it looks like you're on another planet. Really? Yeah, you're in the midst of like these granite cliffs, and there's trees way above you. When it's did beautiful. you guys go there? I don't know. Right before COVID, sometime. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't there with you. you. Missed out. Is it a pretty big lake or kind of a small lake up no, there? No, it's pretty big. The Is whole it? family went. Yeah. Without me, you rented boats. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you didn't get the invite. <laughs> sad. Were you on the outs at that point? What was I going guess, on? Has some family that's drama. Really sad. Family Jeez. drama. Here. Yeah, with Sean. That's, that's where it is. Sad, man. Yeah, I've never been up to that lake with Sean. That sounds like a, it's worth going. It sounds uh, absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It looks like you're, yeah. It was. Is there a cost stunning. to get in there? I don't think so. I don't think so. You can just yeah. go. Um, obviously, it costs money to rent boats, but they have, yeah. you know, boat rentals there and all that stuff. It's colder. It's 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 noticeably colder than Shaver. Well, you're saying I it's did, granite, so there's probably not there's not a lot of beach area. It's not like a lake you can go hang out like you know. Right, some beach there is spots. some. You can take a boat and find some small beaches, um, but you have to have a boat, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember how much driving you can do around the lake. I remember you pull in. There's a parking lot, and then there's like the boat rental place, and we just did that. We just rented a boat and, mm. and took it around. Um, but I don't, there it is. Yeah. Oh, look how pretty it is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures right now on the, on yeah. the internet. Wow. So I don't think there's a road like at Shaver that you can drive around it. You know, you just kind of park in this parking area. Um, but it was really cool. I enjoyed it there. It was really peaceful. It's not as crowded. You know, there was probably like maybe you see other boats, but they're not all over the place. What's the elevation of that? What it's higher. Elevation? It's pretty high. I don't remember. It's higher than shaver it was about five six thousand feet maybe even higher than that seven thousand wow yeah. i mean that looks like you're on top of the mountain yeah you i mean you you are i guess on top of the mountain actually mm-hmm. that is beautiful 
Yeah, man, that's cool. It's nice that my family went without me. <laughs> you know, I will say that's one of the things that I'm I'm terrible about is really going and exploring local. You know, my family never did that. Mm-hmm. You know, we just never we went didn't around. Either. We didn't. We weren't like explore the local mountains people either. Yeah, yeah. but we did for them. We did a lot of stuff though. I mean, right? We didn't see like everything, but we went to Yosemite quite a bit. We did hardly nothing. Yeah, Lake but like Sequoia. I said, we did Yosemite. Like, let's go to the Awani and. Eat food and eat food. Yeah, well, you guys, yeah, you guys are lucky though. You know, you know where the the farthest place we would end up going when I was a kid was like Lost Lake. Oh, we're in Lost Lake. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we're out of the city. Yeah, we're out of the city. You know, um, look, we're driving by Millerton. uh, That's funny. Look, son, there's the water. You're not getting in it, but there it is. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, I, I'm really, I'm really disappointed in myself, and you know, and that's the one thing with my daughter. I'm gonna have to learn, and I'm, and I'm terrible at that too. I'm such a homebody. I really am. I'm terrible, but I'm gonna have to, to take her out and explore. It's probably too late. She's, you're doing quite a bit of fun stuff. You do those videos. You do a lot of stuff. She's going. Well, you take nah, her. Not but like the I'd other like thing to. about California is, if you're not a mountain person, you, you know, you're. Go- we went to Monterey. We were more beach people. We went to Monterey all the time. Yeah, all the time. Monterey, Morro Bay. In my mind, we were kind of mountain people because I thought the river was kind of like the mountain. But it wasn't like the mountains. But we grew up like mm. on the we were like a river people in my mind. I spent a lot of time. We spent a King's lot river. of time on the Kings and, River. Oh, really? Yeah. So for me, that was like my childhood was running around like mm. the rivers and playing in trees. And that was my. When life. the valley had water, except for this one crazy yeah. uh, rain year. So for me, that was my. Um, you know, yeah, that was my. Thing. You know, the, but that's the thing. This state really is beautiful. It has so many places. I've never, I've never, I'm hearing stuff now. Uh, places that I've never been to, probably won't be to. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. maybe I can get to them. Um, but yeah, it's such a beautiful state. You know, yeah, it amazing. Was, definitely was. Well, <laughs> it was a beautiful state. I remember it was a nice time back in the day. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk really quick about this budget, or what do we? What do well, we do? you had some charging station. Uh, yeah, let's move. I was gonna. I'm gonna move this budget thing over. Yeah, here. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next time. The budget's not going anywhere. I mean, so, it's a typical stuff. They're gonna overspend and then charge us more. So. I want to talk about. This is a fun. This is a national news story. This is just one of those classic green energy stories that I think is fun. So, do you guys know about the whole Electrify America situation? Yeah, you know? Volkswagen paid a lot of money for it after Dieselgate and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dieselgate what, what happened. Is, okay, so what is it? Electrify America. I'm not build, it's just building a ton of charging, charging station? stations for electric vehicles. So, yeah. that you could basically, the idea is probably that you could start from California and go all the way to the East Coast. Right, right? eventually, yeah. Char- that's what they yeah. are trying to do. Yeah, so... Electrify America was all this thing, as well as, you know, the U.S. government and everybody, they spent, if I remember correctly, how much money, um, I forget how many, so Electrify America, the North American charging standard, so there is a, a, a North American charging standard, right, which is called NACS, N-A-C-S, there is a um, another one, let me see here, uh, before NACS, it was called CCS. Okay, so CCS was the standard charging hookup that they put on all of these charging stations around America. Okay. Like 45,000 chargers, right? Sure, uh, so they're trying to make a standard so everybody can just one one charger for every vehicle. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah but they never... I mean, right, because each vehicle had different battery types, different charging types, so it mm. wasn't like how a gas car you pull up... 
and it's gas is gas and right at, at the pump worked on every single yeah, vehicle yeah either we're, a gas vehicle or a diesel one right, of the two. that's right. it that's your choices so this was like does this have the right cord is this the yeah mm. yeah so california has spent 384 million dollars on all of this like everybody has spent just tons of money on these last couple of years right the u.s government has proposed i don't know if they, they started already spending their 15 billion dollars to start putting in their 500,000 charging stations. We have spent a lot of money in putting all of these charging stations everywhere, right? Okay. And of course, the charging standard that we choose chose, everybody that these people chose, was called CCS. That was like the standard. It's the one that Electrify America chose as well. And that's been the big deal. So all of these are finished. Um, turns out that's really an inferior <laughs> thing. It's, it's large, it's bulky, it charges slow. So what's happened is this. Just the other day, uh, beginning of June, General Motors and I forget who Tesla. else. Tesla. Well, yeah, but General Motors and a couple other ones mm. said officially that they are uh, ditching CCS. No way. And they are all moving to something called NACS, the North American Charging Standard, which is the one that Tesla built. So it's okay. Tesla's charging. No, we're you know. supposed now, to be a fast charger, right? A faster yeah, charge. Yeah, and it's a more compact. It's, it's smaller. It's easier to use. So we have just spent literally... 40, we have, uh, Electrify America has spent, uh, they have 3,500 charging stations everywhere. They have all of these stations, all of these people. We've spent billions of dollars putting these freaking charging infrastructures everywhere, right? Yeah. And then as it turns out, they have to go and redo all of them. All of them. Because, of course, like typically what happens is the government says, go do this before we figured out anything. So all the money we've spent, by the way, is going, they have to go redo almost all of these. Wow. And every car that you've bought so far now, they have to go, you're going to have to start using Retrofit. adapters. Right. That's why I say don't buy an electric vehicle yet. Stick with a hybrid or something because it's early. It's early. They're not, it's not figured well, out yet. The technology, they're, they're going to ditch the technology pretty soon. It'll be obsolete. It'll be obsolete. It just happened. Yeah. I mean, literally now, if you buy a, imagine buying a uh, a new General Motors or a Ford, and it all has the NACS on it. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to drive across America. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, wait, all the charging stations that I was promised, you pull up to them and they don't work. Well, the other thing is there's no oversight mm. on these stations. They're all, they're all trash. So most of them, I've, yeah. I've read so many articles of people trying to do this, and they're like, yeah, like 70% of them were broken yep. or it didn't yeah. work or, you know, wouldn't read the, the credit card was down or somebody was just there and and they weren't leaving. The <laughs> other problem is I, I just wow. read this. This is, a big, uh, this is a big article from Politico, uh, Why America? EV chargers keep breaking. It's a big issue is um, in order to um, uh, for these charging stations to to work with your car. Mm. It's not just like, remember, it's not gas. Right. So it has to have so it's software. It has to read your mm -hmm. car. It has to know how much okay. to put or else it's going to blow up your battery. Right. Yeah. The problem is every one of these stations needs to be updated constantly. Right. It's like a guy, it needs to have software its own updates. manager there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, uh, or like Most of these weren't hooked up to internet, a lot of other things. Really? So you'll pull into your car, you'll pull up with your car, and it won't read your car. It won't know what to do. It has yeah. no idea what to do. So even if the charger most It won't know are, the state of your battery. So, or, so the credit card reader portion is separate from the actual charging portion. So there, in other words, it, it can't just update a software, you know. No, and you got to download a specific app, and the app won't work because mm -hmm. that's another, another component that can go oh wrong, wrong and get wonky. Yep. 
This talks about behind the daunting set of structural problems. Um, is also it says behind all these other snafus, there's also structural problems. So there's like pe- the most common issues on Electrify America: blank screens, broken plugs, credit card payment failures, a sessions abort without warning, the electrical current flows too fast, and then slowly the next, and then the software isn't updated. Um, wow. So it's like almost impossible to charge your car at these places. And of course, the only ones that are currently work are the Tesla ones mm-hmm. because Tesla puts a lot of money into it's still the, it's, if you're going to buy an electric vehicle, you should only buy a Tesla because mm-hmm. of that. Well, and because right it's one there. company, it's right. one yeah. company that controls it all as compared to probably all these. They're probably uh, they bid these out to different companies and they just throw them up. And once they're done, they're done. They get their money and they're out of there. Right. They put in a station. They don't have to maintain it. J.D. Power found that three quarters of stations that they tried for the system had malfunctions or were 75 percent wow. how many 75 three quarters 75 percent wow yeah that's a big issue man so like i'm gonna drive across america wrong mm-hmm. yeah the other problem is it's gonna take you so much more to do this. so also by the way we just spent another 7.5 billion dollars putting in these stations and our government just spent that of our money and we're just gonna have to redo them all how much how much money has this EV debacle I mean wasted? How much Just, how much wealth? How much American wealth have we wasted on this? Well it's this? wasted our money. It's made a lot of people very rich. Well it's made a few people very yeah, rich. Made some people very, very wealthy. Uh Solyndra? Yeah, it's one of I mean, we're talking about solar, but um yeah. That is disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah. I, and where, again, where are these charging stations getting their power from? It's not solar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It comes from <gasps> anybody? Oil. Oil. Coal. Oh, uh, shaving our mountains bare and burning all of our trees and calling it biofuel. Biofuel. It's just such a freaking. I wish people understood. I think the problem is it's so hard to want to understand because it kind of breaks you. People don't want to, like get broken because it's kind of upsetting you especially when you like when it is kind of like i'll just say it, when it's kind of your religion to like be green and, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to then because it really is like a religion it's what you believe mm-hmm. in. that you're right that's what it is it's a cult yeah. it's a religion and it's, i think I, I don't think the majority i mean i think a lot of people buy teslas because they want to just get into the electric thing and, and it's a fun car and everything i get else. a tesla just because i've ridden in one and drove one and it was freaking yeah it was probably awesome but super comfortable seats too awesome the driving, but, but yeah. you're right there there's this uh, electric there's this green energy cult that that takes people just go i mean they go off the rails with well this. people don't have religion anymore they, they don't believe in god they don't so they, their god is yeah. these don't societal believe. rules it's it's the the woke uh ideals there's or no the green ideals as, there's no yeah. such thing as an atheist you're you're gonna believe in something yeah, mm-hmm. you have to believe in something and if you don't yeah. believe in like a greater power or knowing that you know something is in control then you have to be in control yourself and if you're if you're so worried about the here and the now without looking to the future or looking to anything else bigger than that, then it becomes really a religion. So if mm-hmm. somebody, and, and imagine if you really believe in something, like if somebody came to me and systematically disproved everything I believed in, I would be like, no, you're lying, right? I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to accept that. And that's the problem. When you go to people and you systematically disprove and say, look, you're not actually saving the world. Yeah. You are making it worse. You're like, making it worse. You're yeah. making it worse and you're killing children. It's like, they no, they will not believe it, and it's like, oh, why won't you believe this? Here are the facts, but it's because if you put it in the way of religion and a deep belief, it's very hard for people to 
I mean, it, we've, Marty on this show talks about going home and you know and crying and being broken about things. But it's because it, you know it it is hard. People do not want to hear the truth about things that they believe in. It's hard. Well, it's, it's them, like you said. It's them seeing the here and now, and for them, they can go home and plug in their electric vehicle. In, in their garage and, it's, and, it, and they it feel virtue it's, it's like their virtues their and, morality but it magically gets charged they don't think about okay that power that's coming through the wall comes through a power plant which is you know from coal or from burning biomass or from all these other uh filthy energy that mm-hmm. people you know yeah these dirty energies that people uh claim that they are and and so they just like you say they don't see the kids digging in the mines uh, to get this cobalt for the mm-hmm. batteries, they don't see any of that. Yep, it's hard. It's like recycling. Whenever I bring up the recycle, like, people like they come to my house, and say, "How oh, do you recycle?" And I say, "No," and it's a really hard thing. I get it. I get it because people like, and even people, it's not their religion. It's just like they want to do something good. When I actually pull up and show all the stories and the proven facts about what happens when we recycle and how it's actually worse for the environment. And if you, mm-hmm. like, and I, I have, I have tons of scientific studies that will show the best thing for us to do is to do what we used to do, which is you take all your trash and you, and you actually, you create a, um, like actually like a, like a really, really hot burn pit, not like what we do with batteries and things. But if you actually do that, you can create fire so hot that it burns all of the um, like uh, PFAs and all the things that would get into our ground soil. When we recycle, mm. most of that stuff actually is worse because it just breaks down into our soil. Yeah. It's actually better to burn most of that stuff. And or the best thing to do is to do is to build big pits, put all the trash in it, cover it with concrete and dirt, and then build a park over it. Like that is proven to be the best thing to do for our environment is mm. to build a concrete pit. Dump your stuff in it, cover it up. Like it's the best thing to do. But yeah. but we would all be concrete parks pretty soon. The people say, <laughs> but it's not though, because you know how much you know how much like we still do the same thing with most of the stuff. We're just doing it elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. it's like we are actually doing that, um, <sighs> yeah. or just fire it off into space and let the uh, aliens worry about it. Another good one, fire it into space. <laughs> well, well, and you're right, Don. Going back, why not? Going back to the virtue, you know, people want to do the least amount of work. And get the biggest benefit. That's a, that's just a human trait, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's easier to, to take a, a, a cardboard box and to stick it in a, in a blue bin and think you're saving the world rather than take that cardboard box and put out and, and create some kind of worm bin or put it back composted in your own yard mm-hmm. to be able to have it go into soil. But that takes work because you got to turn it. You got to maintain it. There's a lot of things you got to do with that to actually get it going. But people well, just want to take it, the easy way out and, and feel so good yeah. about themselves. And don't we know that all those bins that we have, they don't actually like pick through and recycle all that stuff, right? No, it all goes to the same no. deal. same thing. It ends up at the same place. Um, yeah, I'll, I can, I, believe me, I can give you a ton of articles about how recycling is a myth. And these are like what really happens. These are proven stories that they have shown that like most of it literally... Was this, it sent, sent to China and burned? This is all getting sent to Malaysia. Um, it all just gets, we just ship it elsewhere. And because we can no longer ship it, um, most of the time we're just not doing anything with it. And instead of doing stuff, here's the other thing. Do you guys know California is changing our laws finally? 
The problem hmm. is all plastic that says it recycles, you'll start seeing on things now. You'll see that it will say recycle, recyclable. Then it will say in small letters. Mm, it's not really recyclable. It will say if returned to a participating store recycling program. Almost every piece of plastic or plastic bags that we use, that you get from a store, yeah. or th these bags actually, I'll even tell you the trick. I'll just say snack bags. If you buy snack bags with yeah, yeah. a recycling logo on it, that's all gonna change in the next year. By 2024, Every bag, the little recycling logo is going to be missing. And instead, it's going to say recyclable if you return to a participating grocery store. Because putting those in your bins, they don't get recycled. What happens is it goes into the trash where it gets burned um, or gets shipped elsewhere where it gets burned. So now what you have to do is the only way things actually get recycled is if you take it to a participating grocery store. Those grocery stores have to have their own trucks and systems to take it to special plants, which, by the way, nobody does. So mm -hmm. it's all a big scam. Mm -hmm. well, why don't we like, just like, go back to when we were kids and everything was in glass bottles and paper bags? That's much better. <laughs> well, yeah, but then, but then people that make a lot of money off this probably wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Here's the other thing, too. I had a, a, a lamp, a fluorescent bulb in my garage go out. And so I was over at uh, Home Depot just picking up some stuff. And I just happened to ask a person there. I said, hey, do you guys still take those big, long, you know, bulbs? Um, you know, uh, fluorescent lights recycling. Oh no, we don't take those anymore. You have to take them down to like a special, there's like yeah. a, one special place. So to recycle one bulb. Mm -hmm. here, so think about this for me to recycle, how much am I wasting to recycle one bulb? Now I have to drive down to a special place mm -hmm. in Fresno to take one bulb. How much gas mm -hmm. time? Well, And then we always talk about batteries. You were supposed to can't, all these batteries just get thrown in the trash, and then, like you said, Max, they yeah. go to China and get burned. But they're yeah. not. China's like, no, we can't do that anymore. Well, right? and, and, and it's because <laughs> of the fact. It was well, because of the fact that that to recycle those, to actually break those down, would take more time. I mean, it would take more resources to do mm -hmm. that. And and these companies aren't going to pay. For, they're not going to pay for that. I mean, it's mm -hmm. easier to just dig this stuff out of the earth and then have you know somebody else put it together and then then buy the product rather than them than anybody take the time to actually recycle. A battery yeah you know it's not profitable um yeah i don't know yeah here's another i saw another new article it talks about for every ton of garbage that you burn if you burn garbage and ex instead to create like instead of burning coal if you or fossil fuels if you burn to create energy to create energy you actually save a ton of co2 if you're doing it right then you otherwise would have created from burning a fossil fuel so and actually if people if we wanted to quote save fossil fuels we could just be burning our trash mm -hmm. because you've already used all the fossil fuels to begin with but see i'm, so I'm sure like, people have looked into it and, and the problem probably is is that there's just they can't find a way to make, make the money, money in yeah. it That's so the they issue. just they just dump the technology and then they tell you you know that well we're going to do biomass which is basically mm -hmm. all your trees and wood and everything i mean That's it everything else um let me ask you this is there still is there proof that there's actually a plastic island floating in the ocean there is no proof that actually the guy <laughs> the guy who said that said it was completely false did he really yeah. did he really yeah yeah um, so there's no big old plastic the huge... size of texas or bigger than uh, yeah, texas yeah, yeah. I'll, floating, give you, I'll give you floating his around. quote i'll give you his quote um the actual quote was here we say let me see if i can find this Rolling Stone quotes. This whole thing started from Rolling Stone, okay. by the way. The original quote was, there's enough trash out there to create an island that might be equal to um, five grocery size bags full of plastic for every foot of the coastline in the world. That was the original <laughs> quote. Okay. And then they took that 
And they said, okay, well, if you did that, that might be about the size of um, uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Okay. And then they got the original. Let me see if I can find the original. Um, let me see if I can do this. There's a term for it, if I can probably find it. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Mm-hmm. Let me find the Great... Because the thing is, so, how come there's not a picture of it? Yeah. So this this thing, so this thing was just a completely made up, yeah, story. Yes. Wow. And if you look it up, though, it says the Great Pacific Barge Patch. This is from National Geographic. It's a collection of marine debris in the North Pacific. That's the size of. They talk about it, but then if you go to the real story here, here's a second one. Here, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch isn't what you think it is. Hmm. It's not bottles and trash. If anything, it's probably abandoned fishing gear. Wow. Um, let me see. Garbage patches also aren't a solid patch. Let me see. Um, the truth about the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Um, here's a big article about it. Um, they say it's an island of plastic like the size of Texas floating in the middle of the Pacific. Um Captain Charles Moore is the first to notice this in 1997. He stumbled across, it's essentially what it is. It's a bunch of random plastic that if you put together, may or may not be that big. Hmm. Slate did a big article about how there is no island of trash in the Pacific, but the cause of clean oceans needed a good story, and our warming planet could use another one. So he's saying that there's the, the trash that's floating out there um, if you put it together, might create this big island. Is that what he's saying? Like, maybe. Or, or is there just calculating? He was a fisherman who said this. Oh. Uh, he was an uh, more an oil, air, an activist, and a yachting captain. Finished a two-week race. He described in an article for Natural History um, that the thousand-mile journey took him through an endless field of plastic. He guessed maybe three million tons of it all, he guessed, in an area about the size of Texas. Everywhere he looked, he saw debris. What? Fragments, garbage. Later, he returned to his garbage patch a year later and found plastic plankton soup. And before you know it, um, we had a giant story about it. So it is totally made up then, essentially. I mean, just from this guy just saying, oh, I saw endless debris. I saw plastic. And I'm guessing it's it's completely false. It's a false story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, why haven't we ever seen pictures of it? But that's what I thought too. <laughs> right? Yeah, why? there should be pictures, and, and then the you news should will be come able on. to see it from space if it's yeah. the size of Texas. Exactly, like, the news yeah. will come on and say, you know, the giant plastic floating island uh, yeah. of trash. Yeah, here's one from CNN. As of 2023, even though we just know it's false, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is now so huge and permanent that a coastal <laughs> ecosystem is thriving on it. Even though we know it's false. Even though we know it's false. They say it's a 6,200 square mile swirl of trash. They're telling you it's fake news. And then they'll still talk about it. And but what? A coastal ecosystem is what? Thriving. thriving. <laughs> is that wow. a bad yeah, thing? Yeah, that's, that's a good... That's but they, a good won't, they won't... Oh, speaking of that, they won't talk about how they're dredging uh, right there at the coast right. on all these to, to get these uh, minerals to do your batteries so you feel good when you plug in your electric car. They won't talk about any of that. Right. About how they're destroying all this coral and everything else. It's ridiculous. But they'll talk about a fake floating island but I'll tell there. you what, though. I'll tell you why they're doing it. Because it's now part of a 32 million. They're making a bunch of money doing cleanup and tax dollars to clean it up. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it does all seem like a scam, scam because it's funny how, you know, all of a sudden they start mentioning how terrible something is, 
And then magically the government comes out and has a program ready to pay probably their brother and, and uh, sister-in-laws that create these businesses to do the supposed cleanup or to create these electric charging Eric stations. Eric and Frank Pelosi or... or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and, and that's it, you know, and then there you go. And then everybody's making their money and they're happy and then the story just goes away. It's ridiculous, man. Here's a, another article that talks about how it's... So are you telling me that when you go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium and you see how that, you know how they have that display of plastic trash where the person has made art out of it? They made yeah. like a fish and all that. I'm sure there's tons of trash in the there, ocean. There is I some mean, trash. Yeah, is, that, is that, are those art pieces fake or not? Do they actually get them out of the trash or out of the ocean? Oh, I don't where know. Where did they get I'm them? Sure. Dun, dun, dun. Story at 11. It's such. No, you can't see it from space. It's all fake. Yeah. Yeah. The plastic uh, garbage pail kids island is floating out there. I the wish they still had garbage pail kid <laughs> cards, man. How great were those? Yeah, yeah. Garbage pail. For those of you out there, garbage pail, look them up. Uh, they came out after the Cabbage Patch mm -hmm. doll. It was a huge success. And they back were all the like, day. they had like boogers and like they yeah. were all gross. Yeah, yeah. The garbage pail. And they had these trading cards, garbage pail kids. They were awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they made by Mad Magazine or somebody else? Another I don't know. And I loved him. <sighs> those, those were the days. I like what Snopes says. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch, a shocking photograph, right? <laughs> They'll say it's not false. They just say it's miscaptioned. It's not what a is false this? What picture. is this photograph? What is this photograph you're looking this at? This is the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. But you know what they say? They say they don't call it false. They just say it's miscaptioned. Where is that actually? We don't it even know where the, that's at. This was the debris shown from a 9.0 magnitude earthquake and tsunami that struck northern Japan. Oh, my it's the, gosh. Yeah, the, and they show debris the, in the The tsunami water. aftermath. Yeah, when it rushed. Yeah, that's what that picture is. And they called it the, but that's what the garbage patch looks like. It's so like. funny how they can give you fake news, but justify it by telling you because it's for your own good that mm -hmm. you guys, to make you recycle, to mm -hmm. scare you. And to make sure that our buddies get their grant money from the government. Uh, wow. What a scam. I freaking hate all this crap, man. Drives me bonkers. Uh, but you're, you're right. You know what, Don? I, I tell you what, you're right. People should. I mean, it's hard to get away from plastic. But, yeah, you should use, like, glass or, or use uh, uh, metal, aluminum, whatever, mm -hmm. water bottles and stuff and just refill them. And, I mean, that's what I do all the mm -hmm. time. Anyway, I don't even buy water. Like, I see these people come out of, like, Costco with mm -hmm. cart. I mean, carts full of water bottles. And think about all that plastic that you're ingesting in your body, yeah. which is a problem now. I mean, the, the microplastics. I mean, remember how you would leave all your milk glass bottles out on the porch or your your even your they would have yeah, i remember that pop. from they my pop. the soda pop bottles you'd leave them on your porch and the truck would come pick them up and they'd go wash them and reuse them you yeah know, like well there, there was a company called i think it was called pop and you would yeah you would actually take them to the the site and you would exchange them so once mm -hmm. you drank them you'd exchange them and they would do whatever they did wash them refill mm -hmm. them and do that and then and they would, you know, you could get another. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I remember those plastic carts. You still see them sometimes. They had like the seven, uh, maybe seven up logo on them. They were green and it was yeah. to put your used bottles your in. Bottles and in. I remember the truck coming around and like picking that up from time to time, mm. you know? And I still remember the getting milk delivered in those little bottles, the glass bottles. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe you're older than me. I don't remember that. I don't yeah. remember milk in the, in the glass bottles. Oh, goodness me. You, you, you know what the problem is? Well, the problem is, just real quick on that, the problem is, too, is because everything is so globalized now. It's because, right. it, like, it comes from, like, you know, you have one place somewhere that makes all the, that fills all these All cans. your milk comes from China. 
Well, well, I mean, it fill, fills all these all these cans and stuff for soda pop and stuff. Like before, you would have more local institutions yeah. that you would go to that would do all this, you know, in, in your area, and that's why you could do all this recycling right. that made a difference. It actually meant something. But now that everything comes from probably China, but you know, comes from just certain manufacturers in certain places, and it's got to be shipped all over the place. Um, anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Max. Gonna- no, I was just gonna say we also have a story here about. Um, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, um, shutting things down, or the Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg. What is, what is this cage this fight? cage match? We yeah. do that one. Did you want to? How much how much time we got left here? Uh, just a few more minutes here. Okay, let's do the Jeff Bezos. So, uh, if you guys haven't heard this, so I guess there was a delivery hey. driver, an Amazon delivery driver, right? That apparently went up to the uh, to drop off a package, and this guy, this this house, of course, has all the Amazon uh, doorbell, all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's all electronically connected. Well, this Amazon driver had earbuds in his ear. He's walking away. Apparently, he hears that uh, some kind of racial slur, <laughs> right? So then he reports it to Amazon. They literally shut this house down now. So this guy gets home. He's locked out. Of, of his of his house, right? What does it say here and there? The so guy, it says, yeah, the guy hears from the doorbell, uh, mistook an automated message from the doorbell yeah, for a racist it, So nobody was home, and the message, and I think it just said, like, can I help you or something? It said, excuse me, can I help you? Yeah, and so he has earbuds in, but he thinks he hears something that he doesn't, and then he reports it. And, and so, Amazon now has the power to lock you out of your own house. And, and Amazon, literally, yeah, they locked this guy out yeah. of his own. Literally, they just shut his house down. Now it doesn't work. All, all the electronic devices that are controlling his house, right, mm-hmm. Alexa, all that stuff, then just is not working, right? It's crazy. Now, apparently, the gentleman, too, who owns the house is also an African-American, same as the delivery driver. <laughs> And he's like, what are you talking about racial slur? He goes, I wasn't even home. The thing has an automated message. But th- this is kind of a scary story that this is getting to 1984. Oh, they, they can, this is what people love this stuff. They love to have, like you have in the studio, uh, we, have to be caref- we have to be careful that we don't say certain names in the studio because the, uh, you know what, will pop on and say, can I help you? Mm-hmm. Um, this is what happens. <laughs> you know, this is, this is just a small micro uh, uh, explanation of what can happen on, on a huge scale uh, to you real quick, mm-hmm. right? They can literally shut you out of your house. Crazy. I mean, I'm going to go build a uh, cabin in Montana somewhere like the Unabomber did without any technology. Yeah. He wasn't. So, yeah. So, anyway. Unabomber killed himself. You see that? What happened? Unabomber just killed himself. You guys see that? The Unabomber killed himself. Yeah, you don't know this? I do know this, but I feel like he died. I was it recent? Did. I thought he died a a couple years ago. I, I thought he died of natural cause, like he had health issues or something. How, well, how do we get from... I don't know. No, he Am- died on June 11th, 2023. Amazon to... Uh, Did he really? Yeah, That's yeah. funny. I thought he was... June 11th, 2023. That was this year. Yeah, it was a couple days ago. A few days ago, yeah. Didn't they, didn't they report the story that he died? I. You guys don't know this? Yeah, no, I, I, I know that he died, but I thought he died. He I died think it was like one cancer. of those things where you hear somebody dies, and you're like, I thought they died in like 1987. Yeah, no, right? he yeah. uh, re- re- committed suicide at the age of uh, 81 on June 11th, 2023. It's a long time to have commit the wait to commit suicide. Maybe he was up for 
death or something. He I probably like, knew something about Epstein. That's what I was going to say, that Clinton's <laughs> wrapped. I just don't I, know. You're sitting in prison for that long. Why wait until you're 81? Okay, you know? uh, go, going back sorry. to the sorry, going back to Amazon story. I don't know where we're going there. Okay, go back to Amazon. Don't Hold on. Don't Same. scroll. Don't scroll. I just want to read this. It said, despite promptly, just this little section real quick. Despite promptly submitting video evidence, this is the owner, immediately upon learning of the issue. This, this is the owner talking, right? The guy that got locked out. My account remained locked. The timing couldn't have been worse. The onset of Memorial Day weekend was approaching, and I was keen to resolve the issue before the long weekend. However, despite numerous calls and emails, it wasn't until Friday afternoon that I received confirmation that the investigation had started. Jeez, I was please. told to expect a response within two business days, meaning not until Tuesday of the following weekend. So this guy got locked out. He's saying, hey, man, you know, my stuff's all shut down. I need to, you know, of course, he can get in his house, but I mean, it's all, you know, everything's shut down from Amazon. Right. And he can't get any any resolution until after Memorial Day weekend, which would have been possibly Tuesday, mm-hmm. two business days. So he it was Friday, so uh, possibly Tuesday, maybe. Wednesday. And imagine that world where somebody can just accuse you <laughs> of crazy. doing a racial slur and they lock you out. No without, evidence. You yeah, just no get evidence. Yeah. They didn't even go back and review. Now they have access to that door. That doorbell uh-huh. ring. They have access to those. So why can't they review that? No. But anyway, that this is the crazy world. So. What was yeah. that? What was the final story we had, real quick? Uh, let's here, let's do so. I'll, I'm just gonna do a couple of things. You said, oh, gonna... Elon. What's it do with Elon and? So, um, Elon Musk challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a cage match. I hear it's on. He agreed. So I don't yeah. know if this is actually gonna happen. I hope it'd be is, hilarious. Isn't Dana White gonna? Aren't they gonna do it in uh, uh, the UFC? It's hilarious, man. I hope this happens. I don't think it's really gonna happen, uh, but they might. Just... But uh, that doesn't seem. Sm- I mean, Zuckerberg is a. He like is a he's a trained fighter. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, he's like a champion. I don't know what I don't. Musk okay, would. but Elon's got Starlink. Come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. With thirty-nine-year-old Zuckerberg has trained extensively in mixed martial arts and has uh, competed in jujitsu tournaments. Fifty-one-year-old really? Musk revealed, "I never work out except for picking up my kids and throwing them in the air." <laughs> you know what? You know what? Here's the thing, though. It, I, I mean, I understand it says tournaments, but if you're Mark Zuckerberg, do you think anybody's going to lose to you? Well, you got to finish. I'm going to win to you. Right, right. You got to finish so, this uh, line, though. Yeah, I almost never work out except for picking up my kids and throwing them in the air. I have this great move that I call the walrus, where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's, I got. I no, love no, it. no. You know what? But just because Zuckerberg trains doesn't mean he's going to be a good fighter in the actual in actual combat. You know I what think, I mean? I think if they do it, it's not going to be a real fight. No. It's going to be a charity thing. It's yeah. going to be. If they do this, it's going to be amazing. And maybe it's something that maybe they join forces and create like a single social media network. They'll do something. It's going to be. Believe me, it's going to. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be it's not what it seems. It's no. not about. This is smart. This is smart. It's a it's a really well done. Would you pay money to see Elon in a unitard? No, no, <laughs> no. But I would I would watch this fight just because I think it's funny. It okay, should we, be well. It should be yeah because you know uh, like wrestling yeah. We we have this other story about the Iron Sheik. It could be like like wrestling though. They could do yeah. like a wrestling. They would be W. It'd be better in the WWE mm-hmm. right to have yeah. Zuckerberg and speaking of wrestling Elon. and fighting the Iron Sheik. Um, Hossein Khosrau Ali Vazari, known as the Iron Sheik, passed away on June 7th, the age of 81. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually lived a nice long time. He <laughs> lost his championship to Hulk Hogan uh, and then had a heated rivalry with Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah. That was during, uh, that was in the 80s, right? That was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, you know, yeah, back Iron then. Sheik, yeah. He apparently was a, uh, Big online personality and appearances on the Howard Stern show. So, 
Um, he's been around. I do remember him on the Howard Stern show years ago. I don't, yeah. Iron Sheik. So. Yeah, you know, it's, it's too bad. I mean, that was a golden age of wrestling, I think, to me. You know, that was back. I don't, I don't even watch wrestling now. I don't even know who they have. But back then, you know, it basically mirrored what was going on in the world, mm-hmm. right? Because we were just coming out. I mean, you got to figure in the 80s, you had the Cold War. Well, you had the Cold War, but you also had that uh, hostage crisis mm-hmm. uh, right at the, the tip, you know, the beginning of the 80s, late 70s, 80s. Um, and stuff like that. So, you know, the Middle East was not our friend back mm. then, supposedly. And uh, so you, all the characters mimic that, right? Yeah. You had the Iron Sheik. You had the, who was the Russian guy? There was a Russian guy too. Nikolai something. Nikolai something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then you had Hulk Hogan. He was the American. Right, the American. Then you had like Sergeant Slaughter came out, you know. They were, yeah. Wrestling used to be, uh, was it Alexandre Carolin? I don't no. know. Yeah. The Russian bear? No, no. no you're no. looking at real wrestlers, What's not that? WWE. <laughs> you're looking at like Olympic. Yeah. <laughs> Olympic wrestling. Was it this guy? Uh, look for, uh, what would you say? It was Nikolai something? Nikolai? I feel like Volsh something. Yeah. Nikolai Volkov. Yeah, Nikolai Volkov. Volkov. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also and him and the Iron Sheik would work, do tag yeah, teams yeah. against like Hulk Hogan uh, and was it Andre the Giant or probably, Sergeant Slaughter yeah. or something? Wow. Well, Sergeant Slaughter had a... Uh, uh, he went bad in the uh, during Desert Storm, where it was he teamed up with the Iron Sheik and they would no. carry the Iraqi flag. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is good wrestling, man. This is awesome. The uh, Iron Sheik, just so you guys know, pretty cool story here. He was an actual wrestler, um, Greco-Roman, Greco-Roman champion. Greco-Roman champion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Well, a lot of those guys came out of that, but how would they make money? In that, so they kind of went into the yeah. the wrestling game. Yeah, he was the great Hussein Arab at the Madison Square Garden. He won a twenty man battle royale. Mm. Um, but yeah, he was an actual wrestler. How long had he been wrestling? Did it say in there? Like before the WWE stuff? I don't know. Since I think since he was born. <laughs> since he was born, <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, uh, yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's too bad. You know, we're losing losing a lot of our legends uh, that I grew up with. I have lost them um, yeah. in the in the uh, wrestling arena. Um, okay, I'm just going to touch on this because I will probably get into it next show at some point when we get more information. If you guys have some time, there's a 250 page report on um, the Joe Biden and Hunter Biden IRS report. Just take some time, look into it. It's incredible. Um, we live in a, a banana republic, and it's frightening, actually. So yeah. there's a link in here. I don't want to get into it because it's a lot. It's late, and uh, but it's big. Uh, we'll touch on it later. Entertainment picks. Yosemite Brewfest, July 8th. Coming up. We're going to be there. Go to YosemiteBrewfest.com. You can get – there's um, check it out. It's awesome. Uh, we're going to be there with a booth, and uh, we're going to have uh, Charlie Country there. Um, we don't have wait, any- not Yosemite the Shaver Lake Brewfest. Goodness, Shaver Lake Brewfest. I don't know why I said Yosemite Brewfest because we we're talking about Yosemite. We're talking about Yosemite. I got to update my look. At, I even wrote it on here. It's it's, gonna, it's in the mountains. You're close. Mountain Brewfest. Go to um Shaver Lake Brewfest. Check that out. Um, we'll have a booth, but we're not selling beer, folks. Yeah, get get your tickets. There's gonna be um, bands. There's going to be uh, just so much cool stuff. Um, check it out. Your There's... sister should bring her beef jerky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll ask her and see if... Yeah, honestly, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, definitely check out the I'm not sure yet. How many, how many... I guess, is it say on the website how many vendors are going to be out there? Yeah, well, I made the flyers. So I can probably pull it up for you. 
Yeah. Um, it's a lot. But it's, um, so it's happening uh, July 8th. July 8th. Um, Shaver Lake Brew Fest. In like the city somewhere? Uh, so if you go, you know where like if you go to Shaver Lake, there's the yeah. big library area. There's like the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it's a big, in there. There's, it's that. That's like the mm. city center. So it's called the Shaver Lake Library Baseball Field. Uh, the 8th from 12 to 5. Um, there is a ton of people. We're going to have Tioga, wow. Sequoia, Firestone, Mad Duck, Riley's, Two Ravens, Dust Bowl, Pendragon, Summer Fox, Anchor and Cineridi, Pine and Palm, Tactical Ops, South of Shaw, Central Valley. Crow World, and Wolf, Wolf which makes great Crow, beer. There, and this is even, this is only, like this is only part of it. There's going to be wine. There's going to be a cigar people. Um, you have to be 21. Um, no babies or children, um, which, you know, I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, oh. There's going to be Mad Duck. I don't know. Maybe just show up. Um, tacos. There's going to be Millhouse Coffee doing lemonade. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. So Live um, music. Yeah, live music. A couple of bands. Non, it says non-alcoholic vendors there, too. going to be food. Yeah, some food. Um, and also, we'll be there. Yeah. So definitely check it. Ooh, it says parking is limited. Plan to carpool. Not a lot of parking there. Not a lot of parking yeah. there. Um, designated drivers can get in for ten bucks if you're not oh, going to be drinking. Nice. Yeah, but once you get in, I, the the it's forty bucks to get in, but the the beer is free once you get in. So like, you get in and you can drink. So okay. it's forty bucks. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Charlie Country is going to be there. You know, the artist formerly known as Gnarly Charlie. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> Country. Will be there, so that's pretty cool. He has a. I want to know about his pirate radio station that you were talking about. Yeah, I well, we have to ask know. him. Maybe we can get him on the air. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, ask we him. should get him on the air. Um, I wonder how I can get it. Charlie Country. I don't know how to get to his. Um, his Twitter stuff still has his old moniker, Gnarly Country. Gnarly Country. Is it Gnarly Country? Oh, there it's Gnarly Country, not Charlie Country. There he is. There he is. So I was wrong. It's Gnarly Country. Um, hmm. in gnarly country. That's him. We're looking at looking uh, at the photos. Oh, his stuff is uh, updated. Yeah, he he's uh just done some work his on house, his so. on his website. Nice. So, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Check it out. Um, you should definitely definitely go to this festival. Also, um, Don has watched all the Creed movies. Yeah, they're good. I, I watched one through two. They were decent. They were just exactly like Rocky movies. Yes, they follow the Rocky formula, okay. which is a proven winner of a formula. It's like yeah. almost the exact same movies. Though. Yeah, it's pretty intriguing. Yeah, Ro the them. Creed three was good. It, it's a little bit different. I think it's the the biggest departure, maybe. Okay. I mean, it's got elements, obviously, but uh, Stallone is really good in the first two as yeah. old as old Rocky. As he's not the third mentor. one, obviously, right? No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't, I'm not going to spoil anything, he doesn't die, but they kind of wrap up his story, his story at the yeah. end of Creed yeah. 2. Okay. Um, and it's a good conclusion to the Rocky character, I think. Yeah. Uh, you guys know about the Rocky TV show, though, right? No. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't mean to get into this, but yeah, they are... Um, Producing a Rocky TV show. It's official. They even um, that's the cartoon. But they have a. There's a Rocky cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rocky what Sylvester Stallone has um, talked that he's actually currently writing and looking for the producers of his uh, Rocky TV for um, Amazon. Is so, it gonna? Is, does it say? Is it gonna re kind of redo the story, retell the story? Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a long explore younger Rocky's origin story as a boxer, his early club mm. fights. Um, his time as a loan shark debt collector for the mafia, all that sort of stuff. I uh, I really don't care. 
I like Rocky. <laughs> Rocky's great, man. No, the, 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 I like Rocky movies, but I'm just saying that as far as, as like, you know, they do this a lot where they try to get into the pre, like the prequel of what happened right. and stuff. And it's like, eh, I just kind of lose interest. Like, you know, kind of, I, I kind of like better just not knowing, I think sometimes. What do you guys think? Make it up. In Would your you mind. watch it? If it was good, I'd, I'd, yeah, get, I'd watch good. the first episode. You know, depends yeah. probably a lot about uh, Stallone's a good writer and director. He I is. mean, he's yeah. he's directed most a lot of those movies and written them. I will say so. with Stallone. To, speaking of Stallone, I've watched. Uh, we went through the first season of Tulsa King. Uh, oh, how was that? That is really good. Yeah, I liked it. That's too. good. And Tulsa yeah, King's good. Tulsa King's good. It really fits stallone at this time i don't think life. he gets enough credit for being a good actor like he's, he's a good. really yeah. good actor he actually that's what my wife said she says i never liked him but watching this show now she goes actually i like i mean this role fits him so well and it's just and he, he does such well, a great same job thing with rocky it's just like so real you know it doesn't yeah. seem like a character it's just like a real person on screen you know, yeah like you believe like, in my mind so stallone is rocky yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like oh that's him like i know who he is i, I, I know. think if he plays up to that type or even rambo i mean you know to me obviously rambo too i like i mean that yeah. was but I mean, uh, if he plays up to that type, that's good. I, I mean, there's no way he can do like some like rom. I don't know if he could do a rom com or something. Well, he could have. You know, I mean, he, he's 80 now, but yeah. Is Tulsa King that's on Amazon or what is that one on? Yeah, I think it's on Prime, right? Is it okay? Yeah, I was watching it. Yeah, luckily they didn't shut my house down, so I was good. Yeah, I'd like to. Watch, I'll watch that show. Um, I'll probably give that a shot. That's my watch yeah. list here. Okay, so anyways, we've got that. Um, I started to watch the new Shazam movie. And? Um, my God. It's so bad. They don't know how to make movies. Why was The first one was pretty good. First how did it get good. so bad so fast? It is so bad. Really? It is shocking. Like, it is shockingly bad. Mm. It's like, I'm an hour in, and I'm, I'm shocked at how poor this movie is. Wow. Um, it's bad. The Flash is supposed to be pretty bad, too. Flash is supposed to be bad. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to see it. I'm not going to pay to see it. I'm going to wait until it comes yeah. out because I don't want to get Well, because you want to see the Michael Keaton. Money. I Batman. want to see Michael Keaton. I don't want to. I also want to see Nicolas Cage. We actually just did a review. Jason went and saw that, The uh, Flash. We did a review on uh, Pardon the Intermission podcast. Did you? So oh, you should, should listen to it, is Max. It spoilers? And, Huh? There are spoilers it's in there. Right. Yes, That's there are spoilers. I, it's pretty much. I think everybody's already, but it's already out there. Yeah, they, all the spoilers are out there. They released it also. People would get interested. Yeah. There's Christopher Reeve cameo. Yeah. Jo Nicholas Cage. George Clooney is the Cage, big yeah. one. George Clooney. Oh, Clooney's Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clooney comes in apparently at the end. At the end, yep. Yeah. Yep. He was a terrible Batman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joel Schumacher directed that one. Yeah. Val Kilmer was not a bad Batman. I actually like I like yeah. I like uh, I like that movie. It's very cheesy, but it's fun. It's freaking right. The Val Kilmer one. I like the Val Kilmer one. It's not. A, it's very. It's different. If they watch it like a comic book movie, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cheesy, but it's good. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Shazam. It's it's. Uh, they couldn't get Christian Bale though. That would have been a good one. I know. That's sweet man. I love. Mm. I know those are good movies. Um, actually, it would have been cool. Is Adam West in it? I think I heard yeah, Adam West is Adam like, yeah, just, Adam West like, is in it. They, when, they, when they say he's in it, though, right here, it's like, like a second. You see him for okay, a second. I'll, I'll tell you this: okay, J Jason's not. take on this. I'll just repeat it. Um, you guys can go listen to the show to get the full take. But Jason's take was basically that you know this, the whole thing is that he's time traveling, right? Uh, Flash. Yeah. Right, he's trying to go back. I think everybody knows the story. He's trying to go back to save his mom. His mom different, dies, and he's trying to different save different universe, whatever. So, they call so it, yeah. as he's traveling through, it's like you see all these different. That's where these cameos come in. A lot of right. like cameos, split second. Split second. But he said that some of the effects were so bad. Like that's with what Christopher Christopher Reeves Superman that that was so bad. The effects, you're like, why did they even do this? They just like the, from what I read, they literally it was like a picture of his face, like posted on like a fake body or something yeah. like it just looks yeah. so oh, bad i read that the director 
who actually did it and I liked it. So his excuse was that he's he may he wanted the special effects to look bad because it was supposed to be from um the flashes how it would look from him when he's running so fast. Oh bull crap. And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing <laughs> I've yeah. ever That's heard. a great that's a great cover line, but it doesn't work. Sorry. Yeah, doesn't fly. Bad. I'm like, that's bad. Because yeah. also the thing that I always remember and still in my mind is from that X Men movie where Quicksilver is running really fast, which is like the coolest scene ever. Yeah. That was good. That yeah. was good. It's the best I never, scene. When I watched Justice League, I did not like the Flash, no, uh, uh, the slow, the fast, slow running thing they did with him. I did like Quicksilver though. The way they awesome. did that was really cool. Yeah, yeah DC the way they just literally doesn't know how to make movies. Like it's yeah. shocking. It's sh it's shocking. I think they, James. I think James Gunn is just over there. Just give me my paycheck. This ain't gonna fly anyway. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, he doesn't. He's like, who's this Blue Beetle? He's putting a movie out. Blue Beetle. I have no idea who this character. Blue Beetle is. is a character that they have changed completely for the movie because in the in the they they've changed it in recent years to make they changed him into a um, what do they call it a, a P person of Peapock Peapock. Person of color. Oh, okay. What's that term? BIPOC. BIPOC. Okay. They changed the Blue Beetle into a BIPOC um, superhero, and so now they're they're making a movie out of it. Um, yeah, there's three. The originally was of he was around since like the 30s. Oh wow. Um, yeah, it was apparent. Originally, it was a guy who would eat special vitamins and get um, powers, superpowers, or something. Yeah. Then it changed. Mm. It, the major one was really this guy named Ted Cord. He was probably the big blue beetle for the longest time from like the sixties to like the two thousands. Okay. Um, and then just recently they changed it to a guy named Jaime Reyes. who was a teenager. Um, they changed it into him and that's who they're making a movie about. I think it's All a right. way to get a, Yes, I was never in the DC universe. I mean, as far as you know, like diving into the comic books, so I have no idea who these yeah. these characters are. Yeah, so Shazam was terrible. Bad movie, terrible. I get it. Didn't finish it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it. It's, uh, it's really so avoid bad. it. It's really bad. It's at not, all it's not costs. Even worth uh, trying. Is that Johnny Nobbs's? Yeah, it's bad, man. Yeah. Um, Anyways, guys, I, we're this is a almost two hour podcast. You know, and unfortunately, sorry, folks, this this podcast we did not find out where Johnny Nobbs got his name. I, I'll tell you what, though, if you watch to the end of Shazam, the end credits, there's a story about how I got. About how you said you have to <laughs> just get through it. Just get through it. Uh, Thank you, everybody, Don. It's been so fun having you. Yeah. Um, also, guys, just one more thing. If you if you enjoy the show, if um, it's something that um, you know you got some entertainment out of. If you have it in your heart, you can buy us a coffee. Go to our show link, nofocusradio.com. is an area to buy us a coffee. Just a couple of bucks. Throw a couple of bucks our way. It would really help us continue doing the show. Um, you know, it does. It costs a bit of money, and we just, um, you know, we'd appreciate that. We appreciate yeah. you. and um, We want to keep the show going for you guys, and, and that would definitely help us do that. Yes, absolutely. Keep the show going, for sure. So thank you guys. Remember, five stars. Also, check out Pardon the Intermission. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, yeah, PTIpodcast.com. There's a link that goes directly to their newest episode about The Flash. Yeah. So check it out. Thank you, guys. It's been fun.